Okay, today's daf is Shkalim daf Yud. We are on daf Tes Amid Beis, five lines from the bottom. New Mishnah, a new parak, the fourth parak of Shkalim. So the Mishnah begins like this: Hatshruma, which means not truma that you give to the coin. It means the separation that they took from the treasury. That truma that they would do three times a year. They would do the the lish, the trumas halishka, separate money three times a year to then be put in the operating account for funding what happened in the base of Mikdash. So what specifically was this used for? So the Mishnah says, you could purchase, you purchase a Tamit Shal Shachar, Tamit Shal Arbayim, the Musafin, the carbon Musafin, and Shabbos, and Yantif, the and the wine, the, the, and the Oimer, and the Oimer, the Lechem, the Lechem Aponim, the Chol, Karbonis Sibor. Basically, all Karbonis Sibor were, were purchased with the money from the Trumas Halishka. As we have said many times throughout Masech Tashkalim, that Part of the shkalim was there, the purpose of it beyond the counting that they had in the midbar was this would be used to fund the, the karbanis hatzibar. And every single yid, every single Jew had the ability to, to sponsor, to fund, and be called that it was his carbon. And that's what we call a carbon sibar. Next, So this line in the Mishnah leads, needs a lot of background information. Basically, there's a uh, there's a, a halacha during Shemitah that the svichim, the things that grow on Shemitah itself, many vegetables have the status of svichim, that they grow without anyone planting it specifically. They grow automatically. So those items are hefker. Anybody could take them. They're hefker on during the year of Shemitah. Now, as far as the base of was concerned, we needed some of it. How, why do we need it? Because we needed it for the Aimer. The Aimer had to be brought from the Tvua Chadash, from the new crop. So we needed some of this Svichim, these automatic growth. We needed that for the base of So what are you going to do with it? So what they would do is, they would have people being Shaymer, guarding the Svichim on Shemitah. Now these people that would guard the Shemitah, your Mashkichim, they needed to get paid. So the Mishnah says that we could take money from this account and give them money, Mitrimas Alishka, for those that were guarding the Svichim on Shviyas. So, Rabbi Yossi says you don't have to pay these Mashkichim. People will do it for free. Someone wants to guard it for free. No problem. You could, in fact, donate your time, figure out your IRS tax uh, deductible, but you could donate your time to the Beis HaMikdash to guard the Shemitah. Now, this is a general machlekes between Rabbi Yossi and the Chacham. The Chacham holds throughout you know, this parak and other places in Shas that were concerned when people donate something that they're not going to give it yafeh, Tzibar. It won't be given over to the Tzibar, Yafa Yafa. And in each situation, there's different details that might go wrong. Here, the, 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 what would happen is that maybe these watchmen would be kind of it themselves, take it themselves, and then they would want to give it to, uh, and th- that would be violating Shemitah because it's hefker. You can't just kind it for yourself. Either you eat it or you don't. So there are things that could, that could go wrong. And therefore, Chum say, we don't want people doing it for free. We'll pay you. That's and and you'll just guard it. Make sure no one else takes it. 
So I'm like afata oimer she'ain boy and ella michel tzibur. You hold it has to come from the tzibur, right? But these oimer, and if we're going to get people voluntarily to guard it. Maybe they won't give it over, yafe yafe, to the tzibur. They won't give it over. Well, and I'd rather pay them. When we pay them, they have no interest in the donation. They're not donating anything. They're simply being hired to do a job, and that's the way it should be done. So it's a machlekes rabbiosi and ham. We're going to get into it later on on this ambud. Okay, so a little background information before we before we begin. The Gemara. So if you look at the Haggai Segra, he brings you that there was a Mishnah. There's a Mishnah in Tainus Davchavavam The Mishnah over there is describing some of the holidays throughout the year. And one example it gives is Man Atzikahanim Va'am. There was a time of Atzikahanim, the wood of the Kahanim Va'am. That nine days throughout the year, as specified in the Mishnah there, many families. Uh, of Kahuna and families of Klai Yisrael would bring wood to the base of Mikdash. It was like their time, their ability, their opportunity to donate wood for the base of Mikdash. And even if we had a surplus of wood from our regular operating fund, these families had the unique ability. We're going to see that it was based on what their ancestors did many years earlier. So there were Zman Atzikahanim. So let's see the Mishnah. My role is Zman Atzikahanim uh, why specifically do they have the ability to donate wood, even if we already have? I wood has to come from the tzibur, and that's the focus why we brought into our gemara here. We're trying to figure out: can an individual donate something directly to the tzibur? Is that fine, or do we say we are concerned they won't give it over yafa yafa? So from this mission, it seems to be a very clear case that yes, you could in fact give it over to the tzibur. So let's see. Why did they have the ability? After Gullus Bavel, the year after they built the base of Midrash Hashani. There was no wood remaining. These families stepped up to the plate and they donated out of their own money. They gave for they gave wood they gave it over to the Tzibur Yafa Yafa. And with this wood, they used it for the Karbonis Tzibur, showing that an individual could in fact donate to the Karbonis Tzibur. And Chagai, Zechariah, Malachi, they were the Nevi'im of that generation. They told them, even if one day the Lishka, the, the wood shed in the base of Middash was full of wood, I would say that that uh, So even if there is wood in the Lishka already, but these mishpachas came and gave their own wood. Even though we already have, we would still use their wood because that was the schus that they had uh, that since they stepped up when people needed it, we will always remember what they did. And therefore, it's called the Zman Atzikahanim and it was a yontif for them. Okay. Without getting into the details yet, we'll get back to this momentarily. But what we see from here is that you could, in fact, use your own private donation, and you could use it and give it to the tzibar. So it seems like you could give it over yafa yafa. Rabbi Acha, the Rabbi Yosehi, this 
Mishnah and Tainus must be going with Rabbi Yossi of our Mishnah. To Rabbi Yossi, I'm Rabbi Yossi, said in our Mishnah, after writes to Mishnah and Mishnah, the same way I could give wood to the base of Mikdash, I could give my time. I could donate my Mashgiach time and, and watch be a shimer and watch the Svich and Shmita. So it fits with Rabbi Yossi. So Rabbi Yossi, Bishim Rabbi Elah, says no. Maybe Divriyakohi, everyone agrees. Ma Peligin. Where did the Chum argue? That's Begufashal Karban. Where did the Chum say that you can't give over something? That's Begufashal Karban. Something's going to be used for the Karban. For example, when it comes to the the Oimer, that item is actually going to be put on the Mizbeach. So there, we're concerned it wasn't given over Yafe Yafe. So it makes sense that we don't allow individuals to get involved in it. Let Bezdin run it. Let, let the, the Bede Kabais, the Treasury, run it themselves. They'll hire people to watch it. We don't want people donating it. However, when it comes to Machshire carbon, for example, wood, it's not the carbon itself, it's needed. That you need eight you need the eight on the mezbeach to bring a carbon called Maybe even the Chum would agree. Shemeshtana carbon yachid, the carbon sibor. A person could, in fact, donate a yachid and make it into a carbon sibor, and he would give it over yafe yafe. Tani. We have a similar bride. A woman who is a mother of a kain, and she wanted to make one of the big tikkuna for herself, for her son. Kishira, it's kosher, as long as she followed the instructions how to do it. Ubovat, but it can't be his personal shirt. It has to be that he's using it now, but it's for everyone. Ubovat, she has to give it over to the zebra. It has to be, I'm giving it to everyone. So I, you see from here, one more time. Amar Rab Acha, Drab Yoisi, it's Master Rab Yoisi, Drab Yoisi, Amar Aforet, Masan the Shemachinam. Same way you could donate time, you could donate a shirt. So the Gemara says, No, Rab Yoisi, Shemir, Rab Yoisi, Rab Yoisi, Maybe again, it's a Machlikis. Uh, everyone would agree that you could, in fact, do this, uh, give the shirt. I, the Chum said, Maybe you're not going to give it over. Yafe, Yafe. That's only regarding the carbon itself. Maplina to go for the carbon. Al machshiri carbon, for example, big dekuuna kolam amaday. Everyone agrees, and the chum would agree. Shumishtanek carbon yachal the carbon sibar. A individual could, in fact, give it over as a carbon sibar. One more gemara here. Masnisa pliyarab yosi. Our mishnah. Which we mentioned previously, the Mishnah and Tainus argues in Rabbi Yosi. Why? Because it says, Aysenayamim, those nine days that the Kahanim Vaha'am would have a Yantif, Noyagin Bishas Karbon, Ve Shaloi Bishas Karbon. They would have Yantif, whether there was a Beis Hamikdash there, or even Bismanazeh. If you know your family had this practice of keeping a, a day as a Yantif, even when there's no Beis Hamikdash, Rabbi Yosi, Aymer, Inanoyagin El Bishas Karbon Bavad. Only when they brought the only Bishas carbon. So, if you hold that's Machlekes Rabban Rabbi Yossi, if the if an individual could bring Eitzim, then the Machlekes here makes sense. The Rabbi Yossi holds that the reason why they have a Yantif is only because of the Nadava of the Eitzim. Only that they brought wood, they gave the Nadav of wood. So when there's no Beis HaMikdash, there's no reason for them to have Yantif. But the Rabbana hold that even when there would be a Beis HaMikdash, you still can't give wood. So what were they celebrating? They were celebrating a historic fact that their ancestors, uh, when they came up from Babel, they donated the wood when no one else was stepping up to the plate. So you have a fundamental machlekes had to understand this yantiv. Mativon shal yantiv zeh. According to Rabbi Yaisi, the yantiv is all based on that they would bring karbanis on that day. So they would give more wood. 
Giving More Wood itself is an uh, individual donating to the tzibor, and I'd be I say, oh, you could do it, could do that, but the Cham say no, that you cannot give the donation, and therefore the Yantav wasn't dependent on the the Yantav was not dependent on whether they brought wood or not, and therefore it doesn't make a difference if there's no base of or not. So it seems that there is no machlekes. I'm sorry, there's, there, is, there is a machlekes even regarding machshire karbanes. So masnisa is pliga rabbi yoisi bar zvida. Rabbi yoisi bar zvida wanted to say everyone agrees when it comes to non-karbanes, when it comes to wood, when it comes to pigate kahuna, everyone agrees that a person will give it over. Yimsar letziba yafa yafa. And we see from our Mishnah that it's not true. Another raya, v'oid. Another raya, min hadad, the tenement in the b'raisa, amrabbi lazar be'i rabbi tzadik, anu ha'yinum b'nei sinah b'nei nyamin. We are from the family of B'nai Sana, who is from the Shevet of Binyamin, that our Yantif was the 10th day of Av, the Chol Tisha B'Av Shabbos. And one year Tisha B'Av, after the Chorban Abayas, obviously, fell out on Shabbos. V'edachino Esad L'Motzai Shabbos. And the Halacha is, look in the Gemara Tainis, you push it off to Sunday. You have a Tisha B'Av that was a Nidcheh. We did fast a little bit. We would not fast the entire day. It would be a Yantif for us. So you see this after the Chorban Abayas, yet it was still a Yantif for them. This goes like the Chachamim, and it must be that the Yantif had nothing to do with the breaking of the Karban, because they didn't, I mean, they didn't bring Eitzim only that one time when they went up from Bava. So once again, we have a Raya against Rabbi Yaisi Bar Zvita. Just by the way, this piece is actually brought L'Halacha. This is a discussion in the Paiskim, when you have a, 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 a Tishabav Shaloi Bizmane, meaning a Tishabav Nitche. And you have, let's say, a bris, or someone has a private yantif, the example they give, the besides of the Torah, is regarding a bris mila, the bala bris, the father, someone to throw in the sandik, the moyo, um, whatever. So the question is, do they have to fast on Tishabav when it's a Tishabav nedcha? You see from here, if someone had their own personal yantif, they would be mas misanin veloi ma shliman. So this, actually, this is actually brought lehalacha. Okay, the Mishnah continued. Other things that were used with this operating money, all these things were used with, uh, were funded from the Trumas Halishka. Taman, Tanina, Melitene, Mishnah, and Menachis, called Karbanais, or Karbanais Menachis, whether it was Yachir, Vitzibar, Boim, and Arts, and Chutzlar. It could come from Eretz Yisrael product, it could come from Chutzlar, its product. Menachadosh, come from the new. That has to be brought from Chadash. That actually is Mata the Chadash. The Aymer is Mata the Chadash in in uh, people's homes. And the Lashte Alechem is Mata the Chadash on the base on, 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 on the Mizbeach. The Pasuk says by the Aymer, the Vesim is Aymer Rashius Ketzirchem Alakayin. And by the Shte Alechem it says, the Kraftem Mincha Chadasha Lashem. And it has to also come the Mincha Aretz. These have to come from the, from the Aretz. As the Pasuk says, Mi Moish Voisechem, Taviu Lechem Tenufa. Shtayim, so you bring the Shte Alechem from Mi Moish Voisechem. It also says, Uksartem es Ketzira, by the Oimer, that the Oimer had to come from the Eretz Yisrael. Just by the way, there is a reasoning, there is a line of reasoning found in the Paiskim, discussing the Isra of Chadash Bezmanazeh. So if you go to a restaurant in Chutzlaret, some two, on the Tuda might say that all the flour is, uh, is, is Kemach Yashan. It's Yashan meaning it's not Chadash. It's not Isra Chadash. And the question is, does the Isra of Chadash apply 
outside of Eretz Yisrael? Does it apply today? So we already saw a raya in a few days ago. We have another raya here that perhaps since the whole Isser, the entire Isser of eating from the new grain until after Pesach is based on the mitzvah of bringing the Eimer, the Eimer was only able to be brought from Tfuah of Eretz Yisrael. So some of the Rishonim say that the Tfuah of Chutz Laaretz was never part of the Isser of Chadosh. And therefore, if you live in... Brooklyn, you do not have to be mockbit on the, the, the wheat that's coming from upstate New York or from North Dakota, wherever the wheat is coming from, that was not grown in Eretz Yisrael. It can never have been brought as the the carbon ha'emer, and it could be there will be no iser of chadash on tvuas chutzlar. So there might be a raya from this gemara. Let's continue. Afunu says the Rabbi Shmoli, this is the sheet of Rabbi Shmoli that holds that you cannot bring the Eimer from product of Chutz Laaretz, it has to come from Eretz Yisrael. The Rabbi Shmuel Eimer, Eina Eimer, Ba Minasuri. You don't bring the Eimer from Surya, it has to come from Eretz Yisrael. So it makes sense that this is the Shita of Rabbi Shmuel. Taman, Tanina, and we looked at a Mishnah in the beginning of Kalim. It says, Eser Kedusha is There are ten places that have Kedusha. Eretz Yisrael, Mikudesh is Mikol Eretz Yisrael, Mikudesh Mool Eretz Yisrael, Mikudesh Mool Eretz What's its unique Kedusha? Interestingly, Shemavim, Mena, Ha'imer, Vabikurim, that the Eimer and the Bikurim have to come from the two of Eretz Yisrael. It says, Asher Tavim, Eretz Yisrael. Veshtelecha, Mashe'en, Mashe'en, Mavim, Kem, Kol Eretz You see that it's unique. You cannot bring these Karbanes from other Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi Chiyah, B'Shem, Rabbi Yirmiyah, that's Rabbi Shmoli. That Mishnah again is Rabbi Shmoli, Rabbi Shmoli, Eimer, Eina, Eimer, Ba. The Eimer cannot come from Surya, it has to come from Eretz Yisrael. Taman Tanina, and we looked in a Mishnah in the beginning of Shemitah. It says in the Pasuk, that on the seventh day, that you have to rest from Kharish Uvakatsir, from the plowing and from the Katsir, from harvesting. Rabbi Shmuel, Eimer, Rabbi Shmuel says the following Ma Kharish Rishus. The Isser of Harisha, of plowing on Shabbos, only when you're doing a voluntary plowing, as there is no, there's never a Chiyav to plow. Av Katsir, the only time Ketsira of harvesting is Asr on Shabbos, only Rishos. It's only a, only when Ketsira is Rishos. But Yatsa Ketsira, Aymer Shi Mitzvah. But if there's a Mitzvah to harvest, for example, there's a Mitzvah to harvest the the Ketzira Sa'aymer, you're even allowed to do it on Shabbos. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Shmuel Kedate, Rabbi Shmuel holds, according to his reason, the Rabbi Shmuel, the Amar Inam Rabbi Surya, Rabbi Shmuel holds, you can't bring the Aymer from Surya, it has to come from Eretz Yisrael, and every seven years, you're going to have an issue, the Isra of Shemitah, of harvesting Shemitah, Master Rabbi Shmuel holds, you are allowed to harvest on Shemitah, because the same Sukkim is said regarding Shemitah of the Chorosh of the Kutzer Tishbites, so Gedate, the Amar Yatsa Ketzir Aymer Shu Mitzvah, Okay, so the verse is Mantana Shemis Vichem Shviyas Nelan Schor Mitchumas Halishka. Who's the one that holds that Shemis Vichem on Shmita that they would they would take their their salary from the Lishka? Rabbi Shmoli, it must be Rabbi Shmoli because the other Tanam would hold. Why do you have to get use Shmita product? Bring it from import it from outside Eretz Yisrael. So it must be heels. You need to get it from Eretz Yisrael Dafka, and therefore we have to figure out how to pay the Shemis Vichem. I'm Rabbi Yosef Devi Everyone agrees you are allowed to do it because even though you would officially try to uh, try to uh, to get to get products from Chutzlaret, if you had no choice, you had to get Shemitah product, and by getting Shemitah product, you have to hire someone to watch the 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 the, uh, the field. 
Okay, just one more point without getting into this. There's a little, there's a iser of, of Shomir Svicha. So you're not, allowed, you're not allowed to guard things that grow on Shemitah. So without getting into the Allah Chalamaiser of Zilberstein, if I remember correctly, uh, six or seven years ago, he wrote a tshuva regarding medicinal marijuana being grown in Israel. So it would probably apply today again, whether it's medicinal or other uses. So the question is, that legally, if a person if a person is growing it legally, you have to keep an eye on it. You can't just let people come and take it. So from a, a uh, governmental standpoint, you must guard it. And the problem is you cannot guard things on Shemitah. It has to be Hefker. So what do you do with marijuana being grown in Eretz Yisrael during Shemitah when, by law, it must be guarded? So it's an interesting uh, question. We'll leave it for, uh, maybe we'll do a series on Hilcha Shemitah. Stay tuned. Okay, Shemitah is coming up next year, so uh, we'll definitely try to, uh, to 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 go through it and teach it. So stay tuned for the marijuana Shiloh. Amar Rabbi Yaisi Everyone agrees that I'm sorry. So we said that for. Okay, Hahein Ha'Oimer. So the Gemara says like this: the we know that every seven years is going to have Shemitah. And we know every year we have to bring the carbon oimer. What if one year we look around and there's nothing going to be grown this year that will be fitting to your borders, the oimer? So, hahin oimer, the oimer, maushi yizor batchila. Can we say, you know what, this year there's no svichim. You're not going to have these aftergrowth, uh, you know, things growing on their own. We have to take matters into our own hands. It's a few months before Shemitah. Let's grow, I'm sorry, it's a few months before the Aymer, let's grow product for this year's Shemitah. So, Rabbi Mano, he asked him, and he said, uh, I'm sorry, so he asked him, can I, can I grow items in Shemitah to eat? So he says, hold on a second, we never find a Minchas Aymer that's going to have a Kmitzah on the Shirayim, meaning there's always going to be Shirayim left over for the Kahanim, and here they're not going to be able to eat it because it was Product grown on Shemitah. So it's Kikamitz al Shem Shin Nechalan. So Malay, Ramana uh, told Rabchia, why don't we say that we don't need to eat it? Or, or, or it should be mutter to eat. That there were five Karbanas Tzibar. Well, we learned this in the Sephthus Psachim of Ayin Vav Mabez that uh, they're not eaten Betoma. So let, uh, let the uh, Isser of, of Israel. Of planting on Shemitah be pushed away, similar to the concept of Bon Betoma, and we should be allowed to uh, bring it, even though no one's going to eat it. So that was the back and forth between Rabbi Mana and Rabbi Chia. Okay, the Mishnah said that Shemir Svichin, those that guarded the the Svichin, the produce that grew on its own on Shemitah, we guarded it to make sure we could have it in the base of Midrash, so they would get paid. So the question is, from a operation, from a accounting standpoint, how do you pay people with money that's that's owned by the base of Midrash? The concern is that you cannot, you cannot. Uh, the concern is you cannot give cash. Now, the cash wasn't just cash. It was money that had Kedusha on it. These coins had Kedusha on it. You need to do Chalal. You have to be to, to take the money and make it mundane. So typically, if you purchase a cow with this money, so the money, the Kedusha gets transferred from the coins onto the cow, that's going to be a carbon. But here, the money is just going straight into these 
Mashkiach's pocket? We, how, how did it lose its level of Kedusha? So the Gemara says like this, Ketzeru Isa, how would the Gizbar, the treasurer, make sure that these guys get paid? So the Gemara says like this, Noitamais minashokhani, take cash from a shokhani. Go to the ATM machine, take out money, and give the money to the kaitzerim, those that cut, harvest the imer, and those that guard the imer. Now, make sure you pay them actually yikra before they actually brought the the uh, the imer. The, the and when it would be time to bring the imer, when they would they would wave it and they would bring in the in the basement dish, maybe take coins from the Trumas Halishka, the same amount that you had to pay these people, and your Mechal, the Kedusha of the money on the Sefichin, on this aftergrowth, on, on, the, on the growth that the growth that grew during Shemitah that these people guarded. So the Chulin, uh, sorry, the money becomes Chulin, because the money is transferred onto the, onto the barley, and the, the barley becomes Kaidesh, that's the Sefichin, and then you you uh, have to pay, go figure out how to pay back the shochani, the money changer, because you borrowed money. So you borrowed money from the shochani. That money that you're going to pay him back is the actual coins that were in the lishka. So very simple. You have coins in the that, that are in the operating fund. Those coins have kedusha. It has to fall on something. It has to be chal on something. You can't make it chal on on on, uh, on payroll. So you have to use those coins and, and transfer the money onto the actual barley. And then you take that money that was from the actual barley and you give that back to the treasurer. So you borrow money from this, uh, sorry, the money changer. That money is used to pay your staff. And then you'll pay back, once you have barley in your hands, take your shkalim, operating fund, kedusha money, Chalal it on the barley, and then you have coins that you can now use to pay back the shochani. So the Gemara says, V'tavas Kane, and it's either learned as a question or this is good. This is a good answer. He explains, So the question really is like this that the question is, it comes, turns out that you're paying a lot more. Then the barley is worth. There was only a few, uh, you know, ounces of barley that was actually used for the Eimer. So let's say you had a staff, you know, shifts of mashkichim and harvestings. It could be a few months of work. You're spending thousands and thousands of dollars on a bag of barley. It just doesn't fit. So the Gemara says, yeah, komashitin heini dam That is the price. The price of the Eimer includes payroll, includes your staffing. That's the price. So it's not crazy that, that and therefore the, the chilel could work on the barley. And we have the same thing, that those that would, uh, that would fix the stones for the harabais, to the chiselers, the lasatanim, those that uh, squared off the, the stones, and give them money first, actually, before they put the they lined up the stones on the building. This is good because the same thing. Even though, from a from a technical standpoint, the the money being used for the bricks is is excess of what the bricks are actually worth. But you're using that money for the for payroll, and we say that's the cost of having chiseled bricks in the base of That's the cost, and that is the value 
and therefore it does work and you could be mechalo the money from the gizbar onto the bricks or onto the barley and that fits. Mertesham will do Amr at some point later.